is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with Seth Godin. He writes a daily blog, seven days a week. He is the former executive at Yahoo. He is really a thought leader on marketing, of course, as well as organizational success, how we need to do things differently. His daily blogs are anywhere from a few sentences to maybe a page, page and a half. And I almost always find them insightful and helpful. I want to draw your attention to a very recent post that came out called, Where Will the Media Take Us Next? And depending upon your leanings toward the media and reality TV, you may agree or disagree. I want to really focus in on an example he used in this, in this blog post. The overall theme of it was that the media and reality TV are, of course, driving us instead of us driving them and that we really need to get out of the way. Here are the two examples that he used, and I'm quoting. Imagine two classrooms, each filled with second graders. In the first classroom, the teacher shines a spotlight on the bullies, the troublemakers and the fighters, going so far as to arrange all the chairs so that the students are watching them and cheering them on all day. My editorial note, kind of like reality TV, right? I go on. In the second classroom, the teacher establishes standards, acts as a damper on selfish outliers, and celebrates the generous and productive kids in the classroom. How will the classrooms diverge? Which one would you rather have your child enrolled in? So imagine if we take those two examples and we bring them to the corporate world, to organizations, to small companies and large corporations alike. What we do when we change from that first classroom to the second classroom is we're taking a stand. We're saying we advocate for higher standards of respect, of behavior, of how we treat one another. We're defining, or perhaps redefining, corporate social responsibility. Take care of your people. What if we, as employees and as leaders, expected maybe even demanded a higher standard of care, so to speak, a standard by which we will be treated. And I don't mean in a diva-like way, you will roll out the red carpet for me, you will do this, you will do that. I'm talking about treating each other with respect. There's a company... I probably have several examples, you may as well, that I resigned from because I wasn't being treated with the level of respect 
personally as well as professionally. If what I advocate for as a trainer and as a consultant and as owner of my own business is that we have open, honest communication, that we're transparent, that we work together as a team, then if someone's not going to play that way, then I'm either taking my football or going home or that person needs to be kicked off the team. If they're a client, then I'm taking my football and I'm going home. I cannot do a job just because it pays me money if it goes completely against the standards and the values I truly believe in. I adhere wholeheartedly to our vision at the Shula Group, to our model that we really see companies and organizations like the villages of old, where everyone works together, everyone has a specific function, even the children, and each of those functions is valued and is taught lovingly and is mentored and trained. And then those young ones grow up to be the mentors and the trainers. And that village thrives based on how well they all work together. And I dare say how much they value each other, how much they see each other as important. That is the standard we're bringing into companies, big and small. And if a company is going to adhere and stick and stay stuck in the old way of, I'm, I'm not going to share with you, I'm not going to tell you what's going on, either because it's a test or they want you to figure it out on their own, part of that test, or they want to see what you'll do, or it, they just don't feel like you need to know, and they're going to go and do what they do, you'll do what you do, and never the twain shall meet. Again, I've left companies and organizations who didn't adhere to my standard of care, of well-being, of how I want to be treated as a cog in the machine. If I'm replaceable, and honestly, to some extent, we're all replaceable, but if I'm 100% replaceable with no thought to the next person who's going to come into my seat and how quickly they can get rid of me, why do I want to be part of that organization? Again, what if we demanded to be treated with respect, to be part of a team, to feel like we matter, to feel like we are of significance? If we don't feel like we're of significance, why are we there? Years ago, I had a client. I was managing her business, and she wanted me to be on call for her clients. And that was not ever established in the beginning of our relationship. And as it became more and more apparent that that's what she expected of me, we had a conversation. And I said, that's not my role. If you need that, then we need to hire somebody to do that. But 
as the executive managing your business, that isn't my role. Let's bring on someone else. And by the way, because I had several clients, I said, I'm going to block my time and here's what you can expect from me in furthering the goals and actions of your company, how I can be part of that. And here's how you can expect that that's going to look on a daily basis and a weekly basis. I thought that that was very clear. I've talked about managing expectations. I've just laid out what my expectations are, what she can expect from me, that here's when I'll be doing the goals and the projects that we've lined out. And, and otherwise, I will be working on other client projects, whatever it might be. Shockingly, pretty much the next day, I got an email saying, I don't think we're a fit anymore. So we're terminating our contract with you. And I was really surprised because everything that we had talked about personally, my client and I, was really about having freedom and expectations that are clearly communicated on having high standards, all of that. And so I thought for sure she would be on board with what I was suggesting and she wasn't. And honestly, it was for the best all around. This is also a client who, in trying to establish similar expectations with her clients so that she wasn't available 24-7, she was getting texts and emails at midnight on Sunday, and the expectation implied was that she would respond. When she tried to change that, she couldn't handle the outcry from her clients, and she went back to her old ways. So it's not a surprise that when I stood up for myself, clearly outlined how I expected to work, what she could expect from me, it really brought up for her the fact that she was letting her clients walk all over her. And so she fired me, for lack of a better way to say it. If we could just really come to that place where we respect each other, where Respecting someone else doesn't mean that we are less than, that we aren't living up to some superman or superwoman standard, that because I'm good at something doesn't make you less than, because you're good at something and I'm not doesn't make me less than, that we can respect and value one another and hold people up high when they are standing in their glorious strengths and gifts and zone of genius and doing an amazing job and that they'll do the same for us when we are standing in our respective gifts and excellence and strengths and zone of genius. What if corporate social responsibility is really about taking care of our people? I have a vision for this, actually, and it's the idea that companies, those chosen few companies, and hopefully those will grow in number over the, over the coming years, 
aren't just a place to employ people to give them money so that then they do a certain job and then they go home at the end of the day, glad to be home, glad to be gone out of that workplace. What if their means of employment also provided areas of personal development? Of course, professional development, some of us have come to expect that from our managers and employers. But what about personal development? What about support for us as people, not just workers? That is the vision that we have at the Schuler Group, which is to help other organizations bring that into their organization, their companies, so that they do become that village of old and helping their people thrive, which in turn helps the organization thrive. But it's more than that. It's about setting ourselves up as, as a country, as a globe for survival and of course, hopefully thrival, thriving. If you would like to explore what it looks like to bring more corporate social responsibility into your organization, please reach out. You can always find us at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive.